Welcome to Harvest Hour with Reverend Dr. Godwin Alija. Today's message is from the vast teaching archives of the man of God, who is also the lead pastor of the Harvest Missions Chapel, Assemblies of God International Church, a first century church in the 21st century world. Join us today as we explore truths of God's word for the building up of our faith and victorious living in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Now, today's message. What is up to foreign soil to work a distant land? Oh, Jesus. Can I have 30 seconds? I want you to pray any crazy prayer on your heart this 30 seconds. Anytime there is open heavens, anything can happen. I feel the heavens open. Lift your voice. 30 seconds. Lift your voice. Prophesy over your life. Prophesy over your family. Twenty seconds, prophesy. I see the open heavens. Lord, hearken to the voice of your children. Fifteen seconds. What an atmosphere. What an atmosphere. I can feel it. I can see the glory of God. Oh, five seconds. Speak something over your life. Oh, the heavens is open. Family, the heavens is open. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh Lord, my God. When men also wonder. When I come see. The words thy hands of me and I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder for thy power throughout the show. Pray the 
Pastor Bartolomeo, my own sister, Auntie Maggie, and the pastors, Pastor um, Kwanzaa, and all the pastors. I'm looking around. You know, every Sunday, I sneak into your service before I go to church. And what it meant was I stayed up till 2 a.m. just to be part of service. Yes. And so I get to church looking miserable, but it's okay. Hallelujah. And I believe that today God has been good. Your prayer sustained me. Amen. This was one of the very hectic trips that I made because I had meetings back to back. And the focus is that we want to spread the gospel in every corner, every hamlet, every slum, everywhere the gospel hasn't reached. We want to make sure that we go there. And that is part of uh, the reason why I made this trip. And let me get straight into the word of God because I believe that the Lord has a message for us. Amen. And we have been looking at the next level because prophetically the Lord spoke to us this year that tell my children to break camps and move to the next level. Amen. And we looked at some thematic areas of the next level. We looked at the next level in spirituality where we had 40 days fasting and prayer to you know, because you cannot, you cannot break through if you don't spend time before God. We looked at the next level in leadership. And in fact, the Nehemiah book that we looked at is about consolidating and solidifying our ability to make it to the next level. Amen. And it is my prayer and my belief that in a few years to come, people of this church will occupy strategic parts of the economy, strategic leadership positions. I'm prophesying more uh, uh, MPs in this house. I want more members of parliament to come out, out of this house. I am seeing financial you know, ministers from this house. I am seeing the president of Ghana coming out of this house. I am seeing UN secretary generals coming out of this house. I see surgeons. I see powerful cardiothoracic surgeons. I see influential people. I see people be rising up of this house 
with authority to take over the reins of this country because until we do that the gospel will not be sustained i see hospitals come up i see children rising up to occupy more legal position i see more judges in this house i say i can see in the realms of the spirit that god is lifting us to another level god is taking us to the next level if you believe it shout a big amen god told me that prepare my people for the second year because in the third year there will be an explosion and i can sense i smell the volcano begging to erupt and when that volcano blows up nothing can hold it back the lava will flow from every corner of this earth and so people of god be in anticipation of what god is about to do bible says that i am about to do a new thing do you not see it i am making rivers in the wilderness and i'm bringing streams in the desert and you say pastor but i can't see it pastor i don't feel what you are saying pastor i can see that my brothers and sisters they they, they are enjoying some grace but i can't see it but i have news for you you see when you go to the restaurant and all of you go to the restaurant sometimes at the same time and you order your food from the menu you know some people's food arrive early you understand what i'm saying do you see where i'm going you see if you order uh, indomie it's just a matter of putting hot water and then stirring the thing and putting those spices your indomie will be ready but when you go and you like me the way i miss fufu and i've been quite and been low when i order it will take time because we don't pound fufu and leave it it is prepared freshly do you understand and so they will put the cassava on fire when i make the order and then they would wait for the cassava to you know uh, to be ready and then they will start pounding the fufu i don't like the can one i want the tintin one and once they are doing that there is soup on fire and they are doing you see by this time the indomie person has received the indomie are you understanding me and he's even beginning to finish the indomie now if you don't take time you will look at that person and you'll be envying the indomie but you're forgetting that you are getting something that is more powerful more sophisticated and you will have all the flavors and by the time they put it before you you can even smell the aroma if i be a man of god i prophesy over your life that your food is in the kitchen and your food is getting ready some people have years early but do not worry because your god is not done with you the one in the kitchen is jesus himself he's preparing the food your food is sophisticated your food is powerful eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered the heart of man what god is about to do in your life i'm here to encourage you in the name of jesus that you have not seen it but it is coming for bible says Pleasant is he who has no sin but believes. If you believe, you shall take it. I see believers in this house. Do I have believers in this house? If you believe it, you shall have it. And the Lord has opened my eyes. Even here right now, I can see that your food is getting ready. Shout a big amen. Masayaba. 
Hallelujah. God is doing something, people of God. God is preparing your food. God is sustained. And for some of us, really, God has done things, but you see, the way we define blessing is different from what God is doing for us. And so, even though God is blessing, we are concerned about just some small parts of our lives. Do you understand? God is blessing, but we are just concerned about just some small incomios. I have seen God promote some women powerfully. God giving them grace. There is beauty adorned on them. But this woman is never satisfied because he said, Charlie, till that man comes. You see, we are in a journey. Okay? And sometimes you need to keep your eyes on the destination, not, not just on the journey. You see, if you keep your eye on just the journey, you may lose sight of where God is taking you. You understand? And I'm not saying that God is not bringing it your way. All I'm saying is that if you can sustain the momentum through the journey by looking at what God has set for you, God will give you grace to go through. Because the Bible says that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising his shame. When they were nailing him and they were stripping him, he didn't, he didn't worry because he knew it was the journey not the destination. Because the destination is in Philippians chapter 2. Bible says that being in the very nature God, did not come to robbery to be equal to God. He humbled himself even to the point of death. Therefore God has exalted his name above every name that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. When he was in the cross, they didn't see that. But when he finished and he ascended into heaven, his name was magnified. And people of God, I'm here to encourage you that you may be going through something you may be going through some challenges you may be going through you know things that you you have not uh, 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 bargained and anticipated yet god is doing something new something fresh something unprecedented something that people have not seen something that people have not thought of something that people have not dreamt of that is what God is about to do in your life I can see God use you to do something for the first time let me tell you something if you turn out to be what somebody has already become it, there is no news about it but when God begins something in you and you become the first person to do it that is when we know that God has turned you know ah, how many of you understand what I'm talking about? How many of you understand what I'm talking about? I said you will be the first person to do something different in your family, in this country, in this church. Something that God is going to do in you. People have not seen it yet. Slap your hands. Lift a shout. Hallelujah. <laughs> so now let's go to the word of God. We have even started. And I'll be done energy so that we can take communion i want to speak today on the theme sustaining the blessings for the next level sustaining the blessings for the next level and we have observed let, let's let's read nehemiah chapter 8 nehemiah chapter 8 we have some powerful names in nehemiah chapter 8 <clears throat> and then uh, 
we will read a little portion of the seven. Are we there? Do we have my people? I'm here. I'm back home. Let's work fast. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 1. All the people assembled as one man. I like that. So give me 7 verse 1 and then you can understand what 8 verse 1 is saying. Give me 7 verse 1. Let me show you something. Nehemiah 7 verse 1. Now the wall is built. Okay. After the wall had been rebuilt and I had set the doors in place, the gatekeepers and the singers and the Levites were appointed. Go on. I put in charge of Jerusalem my brother Hanani, along with Hananian, the commander of the citadel, because he was a man of integrity and feared God more than most men do. Now go to verse 8, uh, chapter 8, and let me show you something. So now the walls have been built because we've been taking us through the journey how he started praying for God to use him uh, as a source of miracle. And we saw how God supplied him uh, all the materials he needed to build the walls. And we saw how the Tobias and the Sambalas attacked him on the journey of building something for God. And at this point, it doesn't matter what the enemy will do. Whatever God says he will do in your life will come to pass. Amen. The devil should know that we are not stopping at anything. God will do what he has purported to do. So now in chapter 7, the walls have been built. And he appointed faithful men because they feared God. And I will come to that in a minute. But we see something in chapter 8, which, which actually... Uh, shakes me. Now, in chapter 8, he says that all the people assembled as one man. All the people. After they have built, after God has given them success, they were not divided. They assembled as one man. They assembled as one man. And uh, uh, let, let me go on in the square before the water gate they told Ezra the scribe to bring out the book of the law of Moses so people of God when God makes us successful there are things we need to do to ensure that that success is sustained a lot of us when God makes us successful we forget where we started some of the friends who got us there, we forget them. Some of the relationships that made us successful, we break them. Some of the family, the church family, your parents, you know, sometimes I, I shudder when I look at people who were raised by their parents. Your parents didn't go to school because they want to take you to school. And now you have finished university, now they are colo. I'm speaking about sustaining the blessings at the next level. For you to sustain or for us to ensure that God continues to do what he wants to do, we cannot help but become one man. As a church, the only aim of the devil is to split our fronts, break us up, distort unity, 
our homes, husband and wife, you lived so peacefully until money came. People, people, bah, bah, much you go, pay. Slabs begin because of money. People don't realize how to sustain. Let me tell you something. Sometimes success is more difficult to manage than failure. And I'm sharing this because this church is going to beginning to, to explode. This church will go places. You as an individual, you are going places. God is going to take you to some level. But God says, I should tell you that you must know how to sustain the success when he brings it your way. He says, I should tell you that he's going to do something. But let me tell you, anything that is born out of prayer can only be sustained with prayer. Anything that is born in an environment of God can only be sustained in God's environment. God gives us, listen, God gives us the wall not as a destination but as a process. So if you look at what Nehemiah was doing right now, the people came together. Church, we have to be together. United, one front, one mind. Bible says that the kingdom that is divided cannot stand. A kingdom that is divided cannot stand. The only way we can make it as individuals is to be united with the gospel. United in prayer. Next week I'll talk about prayer. He said there's two that's one man. You would think that after that project, people would, have to, people would have hit each other so much that they don't even want to talk to one another. Because you know, anytime you are working together, teamwork, there's storming. Eh? There's storming. But contrary to what people would expect, after the walls were built, they stood as one man. May God cause us to stand as one man. May God cause us to stand in unity. Because Psalm 133 says that, Behold, how sweet and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And if we look at the last verse, he said, For there the Lord commands his blessings and love forever. Some of us, we are powerful, we are prayerful, until God blesses us, we don't want to come to church anymore. Some of us, when the Lord blesses you, then you now start looking for scriptures that will show why you cannot pay tithes. Some of us, when God blesses us, then now we, we are so busy with the work God has given us that we don't have time for the God who gave us the work. God says, I should come and warn you. He's about to do something huge, but he wants to make sure that you understand that when it is all done, we need to stand as one man. Now, why did they stand as one man? Look at the next level. He says that they told Ezra, it means the spirit of God was moving. They told Ezra, bring out the book of the laws of Moses. Bring the Torah. Are you so busy now with your simulation that you don't know where the book of the laws of Moses is hidden? He said, bring out the book of the laws of Moses. He said, this is the book God has given us to live, to survive. But our forefathers, they made a mistake. We went into exile, but we know better. The wall is built. We are not about to allow another exile to happen to us. It is said that the first fool is not a fool. 
but the second and third. It is said that fully the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different results. If your forefathers did not succeed when they went away from God, what do you think that you will succeed if you go away from God? They said, bring the Torah. Bring the Bible. Show us in the Bible where our fathers went wrong. Show us the laws of Moses. Show us the things God said we should do. People of God, God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he gave us principles to govern this earth. Some of us, we get so successful and we forget that it is God's world. It is not our world. Oh, I'm preaching things. I have come with some fire in my bones. This world was created by God. This world was put into existence by God. This world is going to be governed by the principles of God. You cannot be God creating your own laws, creating your own principles. Unfortunately, when we become successful and we finish building the walls, we create our own principles. You can't succeed. We can't make it. He said, bring the Torah. Read the Torah to us. Read the Bible to us. What is the Bible saying? What is the Bible saying about us? What is God asking us to do? People of God, if you can delve into the Bible every day of your life, whatever God has planned for you will be sustained. It will be solidified. Then, then, then they said that, Okay, we the Lord has commanded for Israel. Now let's move to the next stage. So on the first day, listen. On the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly. Which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon. Ah, say Gabayande. How many of us would be able to stand reading from 6 a.m. to 12 noon? Just standing. Just standing. And he wasn't preaching. He was just reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. He read the Bible. Hey, Minister Belinda. He read the Bible from morning until noon. The sun was shining on their head. But look at the attitude. As he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. They were attentive. They were not distracted by their mobile phones. They were not distracted by, oh, I have to go and uh, do this. They, some of them wanted to use the washroom, but they decided not to go. Because they don't want to miss anything from the word of God. They stood on their feet from morning until noon. And they listened to the word of God. Why? Because they understand that the walls have been built. But this wall can come down. If we don't put ourselves into the word of God. And we don't suck ourselves into the power of the word of God. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet. A light unto our path. The word of God will take us to the next level. The word of God will sustain us. For the next level, David says, your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. The word will take us on this journey. This journey is doable. We can make it, but we need the word of God. We need the word of God. Every day, take one cup.
capsule of the word of God. Every day, just take one small capsule, something that will guide us. Otherwise, when the wall is built, we cannot stand. It will break again. And that is what many of us, you know, God blesses us and we forget that we need to sustain that blessing. They stood. They stood. Now what happened? Ezra the scribe stood on a high wooden platform built for the occasion. Beside him on his right stood, uh-huh, the names have started, Matatiah, Shema, Anaya, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Maseah. And on his left were Pediah, Mishaiah, Makijah, Hashum, Hasbadana. <laughs> Some of you say you don't have names to name your children. See? Eh? Say Hasbadana, mommy. I can see Hasbadana's mother here. <laughs> Amen? Zachariah. Mashulam. <laughs> Ezra opened the book and all the people could see him because he was standing above them. And that is the work of the preacher. We must stand and read. You see, my, 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 my mandate in this life is to ensure that God prospers you. And when the Lord prospers you, I need to guide you to stay in the word. To stay in the channel. And sometimes it's not, it's not fun. Because when we read the word of God, it's not all that is sugar and butter. But we are mandated as the priests to read the authentic word of God. If you want those pastors who sugarcoat the word of God, they are in the other church, not here. Because as for here, we shall speak the truth. Sometimes the truth may be bitter, but we shall speak it anyway. Because we know that when you take the bitter pills, we'll go to heaven. We will not only go to heaven, but we will succeed here on earth and we will make it ultimately to heaven. Listen, the world is just part of the journey. The actual destination is for the people to know God. It's for the people to fellowship with God. Hallelujah. So, see, Ezra was standing above them all as he opened the book. The people all stood up. They gave respect to the word of God. I like it sometimes when we are reading the word of God and we all stand. Very soon we'll be doing that in this church. Because we want to honor God's word. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God. And all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Hallelujah. The Levites, Joshua, Bani, Sherebah, Jamin, Akub, Shabbatiah, Hodiah, Messiah, Kelita, Azariah, Josabad, Hanan, and Palea instructed the people in the law while the people were standing there. Four things I want us to take away. Number one, that the war, the blessing is a journey, not a destination. The destination is to honor God with whatever he has given to us. Let me say it again. The wall is a journey, not a destination. See how much time they spent building the wall and everything we have learned about what God did, how God overcame the enemy. But Nehemiah and Ezra understood that that wall, that blessing is part of the journey, not the destination. Sometimes when we finish building the wall, we settle. You do. You do. 
but we'll be doing ourselves a big disfavor when we settle on the journey not the destination we are blessed to be a blessing we have been called to become believers so that we can tell others about Jesus so in Esther 4.14 Mordecai told Esther if you all together hold your peace at this time salvation and deliverance will come to the Jews from another place but you and your father's house will perish for who knoweth whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this who knows why God has made you that beautiful born again handsome born again Christian at this time who knows why God has given you the job among all those unbelievers who knows who knows why God has given you admission to that prestigious school so that you can be a witness to God who knows who knows why God has given you that powerful promotion my sister so that you can be an ambassador for Christ that blessing is the journey it's not the destination too many of us when we get the blessings we think that is it but God has more in stock than you have right now God can do exceedingly more abundantly above what you can ask or even think he says listen he said exceedingly more abundantly above but you when you get exceedingly you stop you get exceedingly you think oh since the idea exceedingly hey. what about the more what about the abundantly what about the above i don't know about you but i am in for all i am in for the exceedingly abundantly above everything don't stop in the journey the destination is what god wants us to get to the destination is to honor god god will not give you any blessing that will not honor him as of all god will not bless you just so that you can go and be boasting and be prideful no God will not just give you money so that you can tell everybody I'm the richest man in this world. No. Everything God gives you, you are a custodian. You are a steward. It's not for you. It's for him. You know, one of my old professors said, he used to think that when God gives him money, he will pay his tithe. Then, out of the 90% is his money. God said, no, 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 no. The 100% is mine. After you have paid your tithe, I will show you what to do with the 90%. And he says when he started doing that, he didn't know where the blessing was coming from. The 90%, you can't use it anyhow. Because you yourself, your life is not yours. I have seen so many renowned men, properties, everything, but they don't even have the mouth to enjoy. That is number one. Number two, Nehemiah looked for a faithful man. What do we mean by that? When God takes you to the next level, be careful of association. That is, go go back to chapter 7, please. Go back to chapter 7. It's very, very important. I've seen a lot of people who are blessed. A lot of people who have been taken to the next level. But they associated with the wrong people. For that matter, their blessings were broken. In fact, some people were not given the priesthood title because their parents associated with the wrong people. So their names were not in the books. When I read that, I was shocked. When I read that, I was shocked. I put in charge of Jerusalem my brother Hanani along with Hananiah, the commander of the citadel because he was a man of integrity and feared God more than most men do. 
kind of man are you associating with? What kind of woman are you associating with? When God takes you to the next level, what friends do you make? Very soon you are like, hey, right now, I am at this level, oh, let me not play with this in Kualankwala. Be careful. Does the man fear God more than anything? Does the woman fear God more than anything? The re only reason why God, or the only way you can sustain that blessing on your life is to associate with people who fear God. That is why we come to church. That is why we come, because we are all listening to the same sermon. So, here, if you mess up, we'll catch you. Associate with people in the house of God. Number three. He says that the people stood as one man. The need for unity. The unity alone can sustain the blessing of the next level. Unity. People of God, we cannot overemphasize the need for this church to be united. The need for our families to be united. The need for our homes to be united. We have lost too much fighting each other. We have lost too much. Too much. Do you know we are on the same team? We are on the same team. Anyone under the sound of my voice, we are on the same team. The hand cannot say, I don't need a leg. The head cannot say, I don't need a mouth. The eye cannot say, because we are on the same team as the body needs each other. We all need one Thanks for tuning in. We believe you've been blessed by today's word. For video recordings of teachings by Reverend Alijah, visit our Facebook page at Harvest Missions Chapel. For prayers and counseling, kindly call or WhatsApp the numbers 0244-865-523 or 054-230-3868. To share your testimonies or to support the ministry in cash or kind, Contact us on starting the Royal Medical Center, Auntie Ivy came, gave us all the support, advice, counsel, because she started ahead of us, and she didn't mind, if we, you know, that is the spirit of unity, you help one another, out of genuine heart, I need to preach this, because some of us, if we don't preach it, we don't get it, 
We are on the same team. Stop destroying one another. Stop backbiting. Stop pulling one another down. We are teammates. Because one day when you are down, they will help you. Eh? When we are down, they will help you. That is the third thing. Unity. And you can find that in Psalm 133. Then the final one is that the word of God, the principles of God must not be omitted when we are successful. The word of God. Why is it important? Because we have seen the world. You see, when the world, as the world advances in technology, people are beginning to replace God with artificial intelligence. Because God has given so much wisdom to man that we are now beginning to think that we can even create human beings. Yeah, yeah. Because now you say, Siri, sing a song. Siri will start singing. Siri. Now you go to, when COVID came, robots were sending food in restaurants. You order, they will go and bring you your food. So man is beginning to think that we can recreate the creation story. Lie, lie. God created the heavens and the earth. Everything that is created inside is God's wisdom. He put it inside us. The very moment you begin to think that you are above him and so you don't need the word of God, God will show you like the book of Nezah, that you will chew grass. The book of Nezah exalted himself above God. God said, eh, very grass. Come and see a king grown hair you know, with, with claws, chewing grass like animal. Please, let us not dare God. Let the word of God guide us. Do you know what I like about the faith? When you go wrong, God has a, a, a reparation, a, something that will restore us. I like it when people know they are wrong and they come to God for help rather than justifying the wrong through scriptures. The principles of Christ. So people of God, this is what God wants me to share with you. That, he, that we need to sustain the success of the next level. But number one, we should understand that the world is a blessing. It's part of the journey, not the destination. The destination is to honor God. Number two, we need to be united. We need to stand as one man. Number three, we need to find the right people in our lives. If we don't get the right association, ladies who are not married yet, I have free counsel for you. Free counsel. Maybe you should be thankful to God that you are not married yet. So that God will give you grace to wait for the right one. Men too. Because if you, don't, if, you don't, if you go and marry the devil's sister, the devil will be your brother-in-law. And finally, we need the principles of Christ. Let's rise to our feet in prayer. Pray that God, let all these four principles be evident in my life. Pray that God, when I become successful, don't let me forget you. God, when you take me to the next level, don't, don't, don't help me not to denounce you. God, save me from the Nebuchadnezzar syndrome. That I don't exalt my, myself above you so that I can continue to wallow 
in your blessing. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. As you prepare to take communion, I can hear you pray. Pray on all these four areas. Pray on all these four areas. Pray that God help me honor you in the journey. Help me honor you in the journey. Pray that God give me faithful men. Give me faithful women. Put the right people in my life so that your blessing will be sustained. Church, pray that the Lord will unite us. Pray that the Lord will bind us together. Pray that the Lord will make us one man. Pray that the Lord will cause us to love one another. Pray that the Lord will cause us to drive us one another. Lift your voice. Finally, pray that the word of God will guide us in whatever we do. Pray that the word of God will lead us in whatever we do. Pray that the principles of the word of God would appeal to our taste. That word that I hid in my heart, that I will not sin 